This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. Alrighty then, that was Dempsey, of course, and we're morningless. And you're welcome to the Chris and Elfie Show Gaming Lounge. Welcome back to the Gaming Lounge. Welcome back. We have returned. Technically, this is the cat show, but yeah, it's been the cat show here. The yeah, we have a particular away. lack of turf here. No turf. Um, Just cat. Cat. Yes. However. In doing so, we have sourced some others. We have yes. Joe. Hello. Heinz Tomato Sauce. And Georgia. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. This is actually Georgia's first time on air, so we are going to liquefy Ooh. it. Thank you. Yes. So, welcome back to Game Life. <laughs> it has <laughs> been a while. So, the very first one we're going to do is the 1990s music quiz. I'm the Taskmaster. But mostly because I know nothing about games, I should probably actually check if I have. He's been called worse. Cool. I have correct and incorrect buzzer. How do I actually open this? I I'll, should have... I'll, I'll open it. Well, if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. Don't worry. Do you not know how to open a cassette tape? Boxes are confusing. Oh, the right. last millennium was a confusing time, my friend. We had the Cold War. We had cassette box tapes. We had everything. We had everything. Right. Everything. So, everything. welcome to the 1990s quiz. I am your taskmaster. Your first question. Wait, and who's 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 doing the question? Who's answering the question? I'll tell you what. We'll go Chris, Joe, Georgia. Good. We'll do two rounds. Whoever gets the most out of all of you. I'm going to win. I'm, I'm, I'm set just, up for I went through the whole decade. <laughs> you know, I went through the whole decade. I went here. I went for the decade. Christopher. Yes. Mel B teamed up with Missy Elliott yes, to record did. which single? A. I want you back. B. Here we come. C. Feel so good. Or D. What about us? Oh, you know what? Instinct says, "What about us?" Are you sure I'm you want to go, go with that? Hey, hey, whoa, 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 You're going to go away? Whoa, yeah. whoa, who's... Oh, oh, we're we're just trying to in here. Okay, fair enough. Going in. Okay, going up. Who was that for? You. However... Oh. Ding for Joe! Let's go. a ding for Joe. <laughs> Ding that Joe, was, right? uh, yeah, that was. I don't have any information on it because, I said, yeah, whoopsies. whoopsies. But yes, Mel B uh, did team up with Missy Elliott to record "I Want You Back." Yeah. So well, I don't want them back. So that is actually not only a, a point to Joe. It is now Joe's Joe. turn. Yes. <laughs> Who's keeping score? I should probably keep score. I am. I'm, I'm winning. Okay. Which <laughs> movie featured Whitney Houston's cover of "I Will Always oh. Love You"? <laughs> Sorry, it's not my go. <laughs> a, Pretty Woman, B, Titanic, C, Sleepless in Seattle, or D, The Bodyguard? Titanic. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Georgia, what's your purpose. answer? Uh, what's your answer? I want to say... Wait, what was B? Titanic. No. Well, okay, read them again. Pretty Woman, Titanic, Sleepless in, the, in Seattle, or The Bodyguard? Uh, it's either C or D, and I want to go with D. You want to go with D? Uh, I feel like I'm wrong. We're going to have to do this again for Joe, whose turn it actually was. However, Hello. well done, Georgia. Hello. If you like, that's only fair because I did see I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to very slowly. There we go. And he's done. Yeah. So that was actually the bodyguard. You are correct, Georgia. You're not, Joe. You're dumb. I'm kidding. Am I on, purpose? <laughs> on purpose. <clears throat> All right. So, or do I George, have this is my actually your turn it's now. My turn. <laughs> Which band had a hit with The Fly in 1992? A. Soul Asylum. B. U2. C. Smashing Pumpkins. Or D. R. E. M. Hmm. I have heard of like none of them, so I'm going to go with B. B. 
Christopher. Uh, repeat the. I lost. I lost. Uh, I, I flew away. My head. My head flew away. <laughs> the Soul <laughs> Asylum. U two. Smashing Pumpkins or R E M. I reckon Soul Asylum. What? What other things? For a third time. A Soul Asylum. B U two. C Smashing Pumpkins and D R E M. What did the other two say? I was not listening. <laughs> B A. Uh, C. C. All right. Well, because this is. I've, too, I've confused myself here, so because it is George's turn. That was a very good guess. Considering you had no idea, that was a very good guess. No, you're not going to be wrong. Hey, Alfie, Alfie, what do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. <laughs> All right, let's play on. Let's crack on, big time. Right. Let's crack it, big time. Come All right, on. I tell you what, George is with two, Joe's on one, Chris is on zero. zero. So what we're going to do is a fight between Joe and Georgia here. I'm sorry, Chris, I'm leaving you out. Okay, we're running out of time rapidly. Fine, so, how old was Britney Spears when she released her first album? A, 16, B, 17, C, 18, or D, 15? Yeah, I got 15 kids already. <sighs> what was her first album? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how old she is now. 40? <laughs> <laughs> um... Make a oh, guess. Are we like going at the same time or? No, no, just uh, oh. it's different guesses. What get, was the question 17. when she released it? When she released okay. her first I'm gonna say 17. album. Seventeen. Seventeen. I want to say. You like can say the same answer if you I want. I would say seventeen, but I feel like it's only fair that if I get this wrong, it's an even race. Even yeah, then, we've got to do another one. We're running out of time. This is the last question. So if you feel oh, seventeen, what was a? or if you feel it's sixteen, you feel it's any a? a sixteen. Let's just go with 16. You want to go with 16? Yeah, you want to go with 17? Let's go with 16. Well, for you, Joe. For you, Georgia. I'm going to I'm going to enjoy doing this. <laughs> so, that was actually she was 17 when she released her first right. album. That what was it was, guess. I have no idea. That was a good guess. Yeah, I don't even know like you can't hear. No. Ah, we'll fix that later. However, what we're going to do now is uh, get a bit Lost on track here with uh, with Haim. We'll be back with... Hang on a second. The gaming lounge. I'm going to get told off here. <laughs> no, you're right. Lost track by Haim. Coming right up. All right, that was Come On Blue with Elbow. By Elbow. Not Elbow, not Elbow, Elbow? easy. I mean, you'd hope it would be with two Elbows. What's that? Or anyone. Well, well, yeah, if you're lucky, I guess. <laughs> Welcome back to the gaming lounge. I'm Alfie. I'm Chris. Technically, this is actually the catch up, but we made it jazzy today, didn't we? We got a bit of jazz aside <laughs> going on. Any stuff. But we are missing a tur, so instead, um, yeah, we, just I have, we, we, we have sourced some guests and we are bringing back an old favourite of ours, the gaming lounge. We have Harry, who is our new guest. Hello there, what's going on? G'day, Harry. Oh, not much. Absolutely and now, we're going to play a game of. The five second rule. Woo-hoo! So you all know how this goes. We, I have a card, or set of cards rather. Uh, on it, uh, three things, something, 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 are all related. You have to name three things in five seconds. I have my little timer here, and I will uh, use um, it. We're going we're to put you all together because I'm the taskmaster. I don't play the games. I just win them all, and it's a fight for who comes second. So Christopher, yes, Alfie, you've, you've done this before. We're going to start with you. First round. Sure. Name three things made of glass. Uh, window, sand when you get struck by lightning. And a car window. Uh, uh, I mean, 
I'll tell you what, we'll go with we'll go with a half mark for that one because sand technically yes, mm. but glass is so things like you could have said a vase ah. or or spectacles. Or my soul. Or a, or a glass eye. Or a, computer. Uh, or a glass eye, yeah. Glass so I'll eye, give you yeah. a half of that one. All because right. I'll take a half of mm. Harrison. Okay, I'm a little bit nervous here. Oh. I'm not going to give you the same question. Okay. Name three things found on a desk. Uh, pen, uh, book, and uh, sharpener. Oh, well done. All right. Although, I'll give you I must say, I, I, I want to just uh, query that. If you've got a pen, why would you need a sharpener? ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
Women's Weekly and um, Monthly. I don't know what the other ones are. Oh. I've got no idea what's. <laughs> I can't give you the answer. I can't give you an idea. No, I used to read these ones when I was younger, and it was just like of the teens. It was like the teen ones, but I don't remember what it was called. I do apologise for that. Cancel culture. I'm sorry. I said Women's Monthly. That's not actually a magazine. It's Weasley and and. I could have just said Better Homes or something like that. You could have, but you didn't. I started to get the website one. Dirty now. Christopher. Yes. Half a point you won by. Hey dog. Half a point. You're listening to Phoenix Radio. Technically, this is the cat show without the turf. You're listening to Phoenix Radio. It is currently 4.27. Please stick around. Bear with us. Please Please go go by Gwyneth Paltrow coming right up on Chris and Elfie's show. Gaming Lounge. Here we go. I want to try that when I actually save the mics. <laughs> well, you should have. I said the music first. It took too long. What do you mean it took too long? Ah, I was going to play the music first. He's a bit impatient. It's all good. That was Don't Stop Me Out by Queen, as you heard <laughs> the end bit from, from Chris saying, God, we are I was stopped. so... They stopped we are now. so tight and ready today. So, so tight and ready. welcome to Cat, the Cat Show, without Tur. So technically, it's the Gaming Lounge, which is, is a very, very old segment of ours. We have quite a um, a close game going here, but a collective mm, mix of individuals I, as well. I'm not actually going to reveal the the scores so far. Oh. However, with, with the absence of uh, Matina, we have got instead new guests. So we've got Harrison over there, Joseph Hello. there, Hello. and Georgia in the background Jar. because um, because we, we she doesn't deserve a mic. The next one we're going to play is called the yeah. News Game. Well, this is a game where game. I have. I have What's some, 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 no, 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 you don't have any on I have some news titles here, yeah. okay. right? And on them is either fake or real. I'm going to read the title, and then the story, and you have to guess if it's real or fake. We are rapidly running out of time, so I'm going to give each of you two, and George is going to stop mimicking me in the background, thank you. Christopher. Yes. LG. Fine. Zombie walk goes wrong as bystander attacks crowd with cricket bat. Hmm. So this was on the 18th of June 2016. Was that in the United Kingdom or Australia? These are all in the uh, United Kingdom. Oh, An arranged okay, right. zombie walk went horribly wrong yes. when a member of the public attacked the crowd with a cricket bat. Right. Sam Harper didn't know the walk was on and was terrified by the crowd of marching zombies he encountered on his way to a cricket match. He then began swinging it at the members of the walk and had to be restrained to calm him down. Is that real or is that fake? I'm feeling it's fake, but I can imagine you crazy bridge swinging bats just swinging it right around. Yeah, especially in Wales. Well, oh, Christopher. No, they wail on them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank that you, is correct. Thank you, Joe, for you. you. I, I saw you heading up. Yeah. yeah. yeah I a bit. Too much info Harrison. on that. Yes. Steak shake. It's a new steak-flavoured milkshake coming mm. to town. Holy this cow. is actually in America. Okay. A restaurant in Texas has launched the Steak Shake, a steak-flavoured milkshake. The drink, the drink in quotation marks, costs $4.50 and consists of milk and blended beef ribeye steak. It's then seasoned and topped with freshly grilled fillet strips. Randy Timms, 56, the owner of Tim's Steak Joint, said some people thought we were joking, but it's proven to be pretty popular. Is that real or is that fake? 
I'm going to go with fake. You're going to go with fake? Yeah. Okay, you sure you want to go with fake? Yeah, I am. Are you... Georgia, in the background, are you mimicking to them? No. I'm no. What was your answer, by the way? What? Are you one? answering these? No, you're not. Okay. No, I actually thought that was real, because that's like a very, like, Texan thing that's to do. That's a very Texan <laughs> thing. Like, that's yeah. a very, like, American thing well, to do. But that's disgusting, but when you said that... That's America. Season, I was like, no. <laughs> I love my steaks, <laughs> I want my bacon <laughs> shake. <laughs> All right. Shake. Joseph. Playtime turns to chaos as five-year-old tears up £5,000 in banknotes. I'm sweating thinking about that. A father in China was refused at the bank when he tried to turn in £5,000 worth of banknotes that had been torn to pieces by his five-year-old son. Mr. Gao borrowed the 50,000 RMB worth £5,583, but the bank refused to swap the money for unspoiled notes. He has spent the last three days sticking the notes back together and won't stop until all 500 have been completed. Is that real? Oh, that's, that a, that's a toughie. Um, I'm going to say fake. You're going to say fake? Ooh. I think so. He's a very cheap man. Okay. Okay. Sounds confident. I'm not, I'm not confident at all. Because nah. okay. <laughs> well. it sounds like something, but there's like too much information in there. Communism. Yeah. Money is more. Real. First one, I right. should have gone my gut. Should have gone my gut. Uh, 22nd of May 2017. I am glad I am not him. We're in the final round. This is the final round. Yay. Are we all ready? Quick fire. Yay. Amateur paraglider accidentally flies to France. Oh. George Flint was on his first solo flight in East Sussex, in like which is where the um, Whitecliffs are, when he lost control of his wing and flew across the English Channel, uh, crash landing in Brittany uh, in a fishing lake. In Brittany? You say Brittany? Brittany. Brittany, what's that? In Brittany. <laughs> After being held <laughs> Flint was detained by the French police for having no passport or identification on him. After six hours in custody, he was eventually allowed on a ferry back to Dover. Ooh. Well, I believe he fell Dover and then... He got back up again. No, um, I believe that's true because I could believe that happening. I, believe that's true. I saw it in my head when you read when you were talking. Actually, in my head, the movie was playing. Well, yeah. Christopher. Yes. Oh. Unfortunately, that is not true. Another one of the fake ones. Harrison. No. Gallery cleaning staff accidentally throw away art exhibition. Cleaning staff at a gallery in Cornwall have been reprimanded after accidentally throwing away an entire exhibition. Artist Gary McConnor had arranged a screwed-up uh, unpaid electricity bills on the floor of the gallery in a piece that commented on climate change. However, the gallery had closed. Cleaning staff proceeded to throw away all the pieces of paper. Is that real or is that fake? Uh, no, I'll go real. You want to go with real? Yeah, we'll go real. Is this because of a voice over my shoulder possibly shaking her head at you? No. No? No, no. Okay, well. It's a very confident person sitting next to him. <laughs> ah. Unfortunately, that was fake. Well. I didn't actually see it. I just you didn't see it? What kind of person? I'm a cleaner myself. Well, it is, You're it a cleaner. How, how does that use? <laughs> I threw it all away, and I don't want it back on the exhibition. Yes, I threw away an entire expensive um, exhibit. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. Joseph, a woman in China spends weeks uh, spends a week in 24-hour KFC after bad breakup. A 26-year-old woman in China spends an entire week in a 24-hour KFC after a bad breakup, 
I didn't want to go back to my apartment because it was full of memories of him. I'm gonna say true. You wanna say true? Yeah. Finger looking good. Finger looking good. We all got one! Yay. Everyone got one! That was Beautiful. actually quite a good round! You know what they say, Alfie? To get over a breakup, you get under a bucket. Uh, ah, yeah. Okay, that's true, actually. We're gonna go into a small break here. Join us soon to find out who the overall winner is. You're listening to The Cat Show with Chris Alfie and a million other people. On Phoenix Radio, stick around. I was walked through with Eminem, of course, and now we are back for the final break, I believe, of the... This well, is it. The cat show, basically. This is the, no yeah, tea. this is the cat show. It's the, the, the Chris Alfie Matina show without Matina. We have it been playing some tea. games. We have played... What have we played? We've played the 1990s quiz. We've played... Um, the five second rule and finally the news game we have wonderful guest Harrison hello Joe hello and Georgia hi uh, we've all been playing I've been tallying up it's been a very very close game very close so we're going to go mm. from uh, bottom to top so tying with three like points it. we've got Harry and Joe oh, well oh that's right too bad. That's, not, that's not bad that's overall that. three I'll points like this. Yeah. hold on the next one is Chris oh, with four and a half. That leaves Georgia with five well points. Damn straight. Well played, Joe. Well played. Well done, Georgia. Yes. This has been technically the gaming lounge, a very old segment of ours. Thank you, everyone, for coming along and playing. Please listen to the next hour. We're going to go into the normal Chris and Alfie show. How normal is it, Alfie? Ah, uh, not very. It How never is. Season. You're listening yeah. to Phoenix Radio. I'm Alfie. I'm Chris. The rest of them are Harrison, Joe, and Georgia. Please stick around. Well, we are on the edge of something too, Missy Higgins. It's the edge of the Chris and Alfie Show. Oh, the Chris and Alfie the Show. first hour, we are back and ready to go, Jack. Oh, yes. Welcome back, everyone. We, uh, well, if you were here in the first hour, we had the, uh, the, the, what was it? The, the, the gaming, gaming lounge. lounge. I forgot. I, for, I named that ages ago. And I completely forgot year. the name of it. We had some very special guests, some of which are staying on for later. So yes, that's they were very uh, special. If that's not incentive to stay on for the uh, rest of the show, I don't know what is. But what a show we have planned today. A fun environment we fostered as well. I tell you what, they, oh. they're loving it. They, they can't. They won't leave. What good people. We love it here. They're like teenagers that just won't leave when they're 18. They're just going to stay forever. <laughs> it's me. That is me. That <laughs> is too. Uh, yes, but what a show we've got planned. We've got we've got footy. We've got Oliver with a twist. How is fun facts? Well, I like that one, Oliver with a twist. That's good. I will admit, I didn't come up with that. Joe did. Now, don't tell me. Don't give me. No, I mean, no, it was me. It, it was totally me. you, Alfie. Take it wasn't Joe in the background. No, no, no Joe's not definitely here. me. Forget Joe. Yes, well, it is currently thirty and sunny. There's a little bit of light traffic heading southbound on the Centenary Highway. Centenary. Um, otherwise, it's a mild traffic heading towards the Centenary as well, uh, going out of the Orion, and of course around Orion as well. Uh, Marta Hospital is clear, as is the motorway towards Brisbane. Uh, apart from that. We're ready to go into a little bit of a break. Please stick around. We have a very interesting story, as I said before. Oliver with a twist. Coming up next on on. Phoenix Radio with Chris and Alfie. Eddie Vedder there with some new stuff. Brother the Cloud. What a classic. And of course, also new is, of course, Georgia's got a little story here. Yes, Georgia in the studio. Welcome. You are a uh, first year, first semester radio student. Uh, joining with us. You'll have your own show shortly. Yes. If you behave well enough. If you believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, yes. However, 
You have actually told us a story which we thought was really quite hilarious. I haven't heard Can you tell yet. it on air? It's, it's also a quick plug, actually, sorry, to uh, Joe in the corner who came up with the name for this one. Oliver with a twist. Yes. Very clever, actually. It keeps the mind going, doesn't it? The mind boggles. What's the twist? Um, so yesterday, it was actually my grandma and pop's um, wedding anniversary, but he unfortunately passed away in January. So we were having like a celebration of his life as well and all our family was there and my little cousin was there. Now he's four, his name's Oliver, so that's where Makes I sense. guess he I'm came with Oliver with a yeah. twist. And uh, we had some chocolates on the table and then we had some grapes just for the kids that were there. And I walk over and Ollie's just piling all these chocolates in and I'm like, Ollie, why don't you have a grape in that and just go for the healthy yeah, option? Go, go he was, yeah, go try and encourage fruit. Everyone knows that kids love fruit. Absolutely. Yes, and so I was like, oh, here, have one of these. Opens his mouth and closes it right as I go to put it in. Falls on the floor. So I was like, oh, whatever. Mum comes over and she goes, Ollie, why don't you have, why don't you have a, um, I got some, you know, some grapes. And he turns around and he turns to her and he goes, oh, I've got some of them at home. And I'm thinking, what four-year-old says? No, thanks. I'm not going to have any grapes. I've got them at home. I'll just stick to the chocolate. So mum being mum, her brother um, is his dad. And so she likes to stir the pot a bit. And she called him over and it filled his pockets with chocolates, turned him around, put it in the back pocket and everything, and then she goes, oh, go see your dad, and off he goes. And my uncle was looking at him and he's like, what have you got in your pocket there? Because he could see the wrapper <laughs> hanging out. And he pulls out a Milky Way bar and then he goes, there's another one in there, and then he goes to the next pocket and then he turns him around to the back pockets and he pulls out all these chocolates and we were just sitting there absolutely killing ourselves laughing. <laughs> and what is the four-year-old going to say? Oh, no, my aunt did that. Like, no. No, of course, yeah, that is completely he was just He was just thrilled that he had a bunch of chocolates in his pockets that yeah. he thought he was taking home. I wonder if he realised if it was a trap or not. I, no, I don't think so. But mm. my thing was, what my brother and I are most worried about is what if he doesn't realise that the chocolates are there, he forgets them. It was a hot day too, oh might I add. We're at Bribey, so it was quite warm. Oh, no. If he goes home and they undress him and they're melted in his pocket, or worse, they get put in the washing machine. If you've ever had a pen in your pocket, a red pen, yes. you're gonna, yeah. if you look at, put your hand in your pocket after a long day at school, mm -hmm. you think you're bleeding to death. Oh, it's yeah. ridiculous, right? The red well, pen's blood. I mean, with chocolate, I think it would be significantly well, <laughs> yeah, uh, different. It would be worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no, that was uh, that was a long day. Oh, ugh, ugh, look at my, oh, look at my head. Ugh. Yeah, well, I'm hoping you didn't stick your hand in his pockets. I mean, <laughs> I know you love chocolate, but uh, you got to rein it in, Chris. Come on. Yeah, so I wasn't there that day, but uh, chocolate. Mm. So that's. Uh, I have to say, I have never been. I have never been um, duped in that way. I, I, I've never been forced into that situation. However, the leaving party um, when I was leaving the UK. My, um, my, my step-grandma, Sue, she is very good with food. And for the leaving party, they, they had chocolate fountains. And my brother had told me that, oh, it's really good if you actually drink it by sticking your head in there. And so I did. It's really hot chocolate Ouch. as well. Oh, so it did hurt a bit, but I still did it. I, I don't think I have ever been in as much trouble as when my parents <laughs> caught me doing that. So, Oliver, if you are listening, I understand But can somewhat. I ask how old you were? I think I was about three and a half, four. Okay. okay. Last, I, think I was going to say, if you were like eight or something, I'm oh, thinking, hang on a minute, this is a four-year-old that got it put in his pocket. It's not sticking his head under a fountain. I was young when I left the UK, but... That's, that's, I think that's the moral of the story. Don't never trust family. They <laughs> will get you in trouble. They will get you in trouble. I have to say, though, it uh, sounds like a bit of a beautiful time. Wouldn't you say so, Chris? I'd say so. I'd say it's very Lana Del Rey right now. 
<laughs> oh, what a segue. That was messy. <laughs> that was a struggle. You're listening. Messi's a struggle in the pocket. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Phoenix Radio with Chris Alfie and momentarily, Georgia. We're going to say goodbye to you now. Goodbye. Bye. Thank Thanks you very much for me. joining us. We're going to go into Lana Del Rey now. Please stick around because we have a story about the footy. Yes, we do. And All right, all for love. Rod Stewart, Brian and Sting, and I believe there was another bloke in there, but that doesn't matter. This song, actually, Alfie, do you want to hear a little little side side note? I would like to hear your little side note. Good, good, because I used to work at Kmart back in the day, back in 2005. Wow, that was four back hour, in the day. Yeah, it was back in the day. Four hours a week for three years, you know, because I was very hard working. You know, you get a lot of hours when you're young. Yeah. Four hours, four hours a week. Felt four like hours, ten hours a week. a day. It was ridiculous. Anyway, this song was always in rotation on Kmart Radio. They had their own little in-store radio. And this song was always on. Then there was BGS, and in fact, a lot of old music I used to listen to. It. I was in the staff toilets, listening to the music because I, you know, didn't want to work, so I was just always in the toilets, as you do when you don't. Fair enough. Work. That's that's. I mean, I I'll admit I did that as well. That's right. If you hear the songs over and over, and you start, you know, think I got my phone out. I I even googled the lyrics because I didn't know what the song was. Now I can pretty much run it all off like a Shazam. But back in the day, I had to Google our own lyrics. personal Shazam. Now, speaking of rattling things off, you know a lot of facts about sport. I yes. believe you messaged me very excitedly saying, the footy's back. Now, we've got right, our, own resident, our own resident sports person in, in, the, yes. in the seat over there Hi. messing with the headphones. Hi, this one's not working. That one's not working? No. That's a later on problem. Way to ruin the illusion, Joe. I'm oh, so yes. sorry. This is, this is Joe from the Hi. Milk and Joe Unnamed Show. The Unnamed Radio Show with Joe and Milk. One... 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. on Mondays on Phoenix Radio. Yes, I was actually on it. <laughs> well done, Alfie. How, how was your experience on the uh, the milk and cookie show? Uh, it was the Unnamed Radio show. <laughs> it was. It, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It I'm was an experience. Was. However, I believe you had a better experience. I did. Well, you you're getting good at this, Alfie. <laughs> segway, segway. I love segways. The first picture, this, if you will, even if you're not a sports fan, Alfie, like I know you're not. Pretend you're going to a Herbie convention or something. Herbie convention, Just, fair uh, enough. Lots of cars. And... <laughs> fair enough. It's exactly like that. Anyhow, the first one of the year. <laughs> yes, the first one of the year. You go in straight away. There's a welcome to country. The fire starts shooting through the air. You think, our boys have got something here. This is some excitement. Then the, the first siren goes... <laughs> bounces up. That was, was a good shocking bounce. It was a terrible bounce. Should have recalled it because I think Paul Adelaide first got their hands on the ball. Yeah. I'll tell you what, but what a night. Just what a night. I was working, like, the whole night. <gasps> I, I was working nine hours, so I got an hour break. Oh, my goodness. Um, so I what sat, time did you see the score? What, what was the score? Like? Uh, so it was, like, the end of the second quarter, and oh, then I yeah. watched it into the into the third quarter. Yeah, now, I, I, I do have to ask, Chris, yes. where did you watch it, and which team were you going for? Well, I was at the actual Gabba, Will and Gabba. You were at the Gabba? The Brisbane Lions played Port Adelaide Power, and I'll tell you what, it was oh, just being there, the atmosphere, your heart, you can hear your heart in your head. And it's just good to spend time with my fiance. She loves the footy now too. But I've got another story. On the bus ride home, back, well, back to the station because the trains were out. It was a rail bus. I was sitting next to an old man called Gary, nice old guy. He told me a whole story about how he, you know, his father-in-law was a bit of a pervert and looking at you know young girls on the street. Anyway, just that's that's, 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 that's a dumb story for another day. That's a, that's a later on. <laughs> he problem. was saying that his wife was reluctant to go to the football. They got a three-game pass because you can get three-game memberships. Yep. And she, she, she said, if I don't like it after three games, I won't, I won't join you for the next season. She got through one game, didn't like it. What game was it? I can't remember. He didn't say what game it was, but, uh, but it was... I think but it may have been like AFL. It, it yeah, might have been. <laughs> yes. well, it might have been. Yes, it might. Anyway, the point is, she didn't want to do it. She said, and he was fine with that. He's like, because back in the day, you don't want to see your wife. 
at, at, your, at your place of you know enjoyment. Yeah. Enjoyment, yeah. Yeah. Your downtime. We're all different now because we love our women now. We respect mm. our women. It's good times now. But yeah, the point is that was what a what a game. A come from behind victory. We should have won the whole. It was. We should have because uh, what was it? It was like score like nine goals, fourteen or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Just kick straight and. And I was sitting right behind the goals too, so like, I was uh, hitting the face. Veranda, it was great. Like the veranda end or the other side? Right. Oh, good question. Right when the boys came out at the start of the game, so probably, uh, yeah. yeah, so gate two. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to go on the veranda sometime this season. Nice. I'm going to splash out. <laughs> very good. So you work from the side? Or from, yeah, from so there's the... like the actual bar there as well. Very good. Yeah, so I'm, Definitely splash like, out. Yeah, there's a pool. There. You, you can't have it on game days, but there's oh, a pool there. Bummer. Just fun while, fact. While they were having their fun at the um, watch, watching the AFL, I was with my two friends taking apart a very, very old Volkswagen, which um, the engine was not very big. I'd say maybe about 10cc, just like ah! a dreadlock holiday. Ah! You're well listening. Done. You're listening to the Chris and Alpha Show. Thank you very much for Joe for joining. However, are you going to be joining us later? I'll join later. Yeah, I'll join later. We'll find out what that's going to be later on. We're going to go into a small break. I don't here. like cricket. I love Chris Nelfie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are listening to Chris Nelfie on Phoenix Radio. It is currently 5.36, uh, 29 degrees and sunny, even though I don't know if it's sunny anymore. Don't I haven't so. been outside. Probably I haven't seen the outside in, dark. Yeah, I haven't seen the outside like in years. Soul. Please stick around. We're going to get into some facts next. Dreadlock Holiday, 10cc. We're not on holiday. We're back from Dreadlock Holiday right now. We certainly are, and I... Definitely was keeping an eye on the um, on the time there. And hey, that's why there's two of us here. I'm taking care of business. Exactly. Too. I'm glad we've got you here with us. Now, first off, I'd like to plug good old Mark from Markability. Mark and Shane. That of course I'm going to be working with them a few times uh, in the next couple of months, and they plugged our show yesterday. So hey, well, you know what? Plug it right back. Right back. Well, I've heard you're actually you are going on there, and I have actually heard the show. It's good stuff. It's very good stuff. He's a very, very talented, a very talented uh, the radio producer, and also he's got such a great voice for radio. Oh yes. And he certainly has another good voice for radio. Yes. Is uh, Howie reading his fun facts? Of course, all right. You ready for the first fun fact? Oh, knock me off my socks. A man some, that society has cancelled, but I still love because, you know, why not? Because he's good and there's no reason to hate him. Dr. Seuss wrote Green Eggs and Ham as part of a bet. So the guy was out, you know, watching the footy or something, and he was, you know, you know what, I'll write, I'll write Green Eggs and Ham if we win this game. So, really? Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's... Uh, I know the bet fact's true. I don't know if he was watching footy and that's... A, he bet on something. Some kind he, of bet. He bet on something. But that's actually quite interesting. And, yeah. I mean, could you imagine if that never actually... If they didn't win? Or whatever, whatever event, yeah. yeah whatever we happened. Might that not have be... had the uh, wonderful, wonderful book series of Dr. Zeus. That's true. Have you ever had green eggs and ham? Uh, yeah, well... By accident, maybe. No, uh, mostly because I don't think I've left ham in the fridge long enough for it to get green. Is the ham green or is it the green eggs? Green eggs? Well, I thought it was green eggs and ham is all of them. Oh, well, the whole thing's green. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Speaking of not green, (laughs) a former NASA scientist invented the super soaker. You know, the old... Yes! Well, they are green. They've well, got like they the, the, yeah, yeah they've got the green bottle on the top. All the primary colours. I dogs. did not realise it was done by a NASA NASA scientist. So literally a genius, I'd say. That is, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's 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 the best weapon that any child could um, have. You know, in the backyard. hold of, yeah. yeah. Ow, my eye! Brandon got <laughs> me in the eye. Brandon got me in the eye. Oh, and the third one. Speaking of families and, and how people were annoying and stuff, siblings. <laughs> The patient in the game Operation actually has a name. Do you want to have a guess what his name is? 
Steve. Close. Stephen. Well, not that, no. Well, you were close with nah. the S part, but... <laughs> Common S name. What do you reckon? Common S name. Sal. Oh, you don't know how close you are. Saul? Oh! Cold. You're going cold now. I'm going cold. Okay. His name is Cavity Sam. Cavity Sam. Sam. I mean, Cavity might be his family name. I don't know. Yeah. He's got a few holes in the plot there. Ah. <laughs> a few holes in his story, but... Yeah, so that was Howie's Fun Facts today. We're talking about Cavity Sam. We're talking about NASA making super soakers and green eggs and ham. Part of a bet. What a bet. What a bet. But i tell you what, you better stick around. We're going to go into a little bit of a break here. We'll be back. And don't forget to stick around for the second hour where we've got some games and news and some other stuff. And also coming up, Sweet Tooth by Crowded House. We've got some fresh new hits today. We certainly Chris have. FM. Chris and F. Chris, Chris FM. <laughs> Sorry, Chris and LB FM on Phoenix Radio. All right, Super Blue by Birds of Tokyo. And you know what, Alfie? I bought a book about blue once. I couldn't put it down. Oh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was going. saw it when the title was there. I knew it was going to come. <laughs> well, you're stuck with me now, Elfie boy. Oh, yes. At least for the next hour. Yes, that is true. So, everyone, thank you very much for sticking around. Big shout out to Georgia and Joe, of course, for sticking around for some segments. Of course, Harry was there also for the Harry beginning. was yep. there. Yes, he was. Uh, we've got Oliver with a twist. We had uh, Chris going off to the footy. That's right. What an experience. Which I definitely understood all of it, you all know, the you parts. You promised you'd get into it one day. I reckon there's a new segment in that. There's mm. something in that. I'll get you into mm. the football. Yeah. Hello, high water. That sounds like a thing that I will do, definitely. Yes, well, I'll get into Herbie. You get into the footy. That sounds uh, You know what, actually? That's a good compromise. Yes. I will. That, I will get. I will get into footy. I like but, it. Yes, thank you very much for sticking around for that segment. We've also had. Um, uh, we've had NASA scientist involved uh, inventing the super soaker. The super soaker. Yes. That's what I forgot its name for a Say second. It, don't spray it. <laughs> Green <laughs> eggs and ham uh, being. Well, a bet, to be honest. Yeah, it was just a bet. bet. Yeah, bets are good sometimes. Exactly. You bet yourself. Back yourself. Yeah, sometimes they make for. Greatest creations we could uh, we we could ever hope for. But yes, you are listening to the Chris and Alfie show. You were listening to the Gaming Lounge before, which is technically the Cat Show as well. We're going into a second hour here, and we have some. I say some guests. We have an guest yes. <laughs> joining us, but that'll be a tomorrow problem. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow problem. Thank yeah, you very much for it. listening to the first hour. You're listening to Chris and Alfie on Phoenix Radio. It is five fifty-three, twenty-seven degrees, and still. Just the sun is still just holding it's hanging on. in there, isn't it? It's just, just hanging on a little there. bit like more. Like that cat on the old poster, just hanging in there, kitty. <laughs> I remember that. That's classic, wasn't it? I That's remember good. that, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, uh, there's a little bit of traffic heading out of the Centenary Highway southbound, a little bit northbound as well, heading uh, by Orion. Apart from that, it's all clear. As we said, 26, 27, 27, whatever we said the temperature was, it's still sunny. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Chris and Alfie show. Stick around for the next hour. We have some fun stuff coming up. Phoenix Radio. Phoenix Radio. Phoenix Radio. Another Missy Higgins classic there. Total Control. We have had a good day of Missy Higgins, haven't we? We've had a good day of lots of hits. Says that we had Crowded House before. We had uh, some some uh, the Birds of Tokyo or yes, Birds of did. China. I don't know what they're called. What that Birds of Tokyo? That's right. Yeah, we've. We have had we have had a good day of uh, well, really broadcasting. If we're completely honest, I mean we have had some good guests on today. We've had some uh, great guests. Georgia, we've had Harrison, Joe in the corner over there. Is Joe still in the corner, ready to fight? He is, but uh, we have a show planned. Thank you for listening to the first hour. If you did, if you didn't, then I might thank you, you for day. being alive because we love you anyway. Yes, we, we still love you. Love you. Uh, yes, what a show we've got planned. Obviously, some news. Uh, I might actually give you a little bit of a, a teaser of one of them. Oh, please do. Um, 
I'm going to explain to you the difference between a gourd and a potato. Oh, You'll gourd. find out why in the next break. We've also got uh, two facts and a fib, as always. However, back right. in the middle of those two <sighs> is going to be a new segment, which Joe uses on his show. Yep. The unknown show. Do you want to know what it is? <laughs> yeah, no, do tell them what it is. It's your game. Oh, uh, yeah, so uh, it's on the Unnamed Radio Show with Joe and Milk, one to two on Mondays on Phoenix Radio. Oh, yes. And the game is called The Unnamed Word Game. So kind of on brand with the name. Exactly. Very That's good. Are we going to explain the rules now or we'll wait for no, later? No, we'll let, we'll let the viewers just sit in that. You sit on that right now, listeners. Just sit on it. That. Please sit on it. Uh, yes, well, hopefully it'll be nice and sunny for you on uh, Sunset Avenue while you're sitting on that bit of information. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit creepy. Yes, just uh, sit on like the fans. Hey, sit on it. Hey, it means be, be cool. Be, be chill. Yeah? Be, yeah. be all cool, fam. Come on, be cool. Be cool. All right. Hey! Hey! hey. There it is. Well, hey. hey, Richie! Hey! Yes, the time is currently 6.09. It is 26 degrees and I... It says sunny, but I don't. It's think not it's sunny. sunny. The sun's gone down. The sun's gone down. It's so sunny. It's uh, it's what's it? Is it dusk or is it morning? No, dusk is morning. No, dawn's morning. It's clear. Dawn. Oh, it's, it's clear. dusk. Okay, it's, it's dusk. dusk. Twilight. It's twilight. Yes. Yeah. I say it's clear. It's Twenty-six clear. degrees and clear. A uh, little bit of traffic heading southbound on Centenary Highway. Otherwise, pretty much okay. You're listening to the Chris and Alfie show with guest. Joe in the corner. Joe. The perfect song to set us off here. <laughs> sunset Avenue by Simon Asley as we head into the dusk or dawn or sun, sunset, whatever it is now. The darkness. The darkness comes. Sunset it's... Avenue, Simon Asley. Here on Tune In on Phoenix Radio, it's Chris and Alfie with Joe. I do not hook up, and apparently not as Kelly Clarkson, but we're hooking up with Chris and Alfie show for the second hour right now. Good segue. Thank you very much. Segue, segue. <laughs> Good work. Yes, we're actually going to go into the uh, yeah, the, but the bit that we need to. You all like your news. The so news, we're going yes. To to some news. Uh, first off, we'll start with weather: twenty-four degrees and sunny. Even though the sun isn't there, it's clear. We'll say clear. It's clear, yeah. Twenty-four degrees and clear. Traffic is pretty much clear now, apart from heading uh, from. Which road is this? I don't know. Ah, there we go. Spring, Springfield, Green Bank, Ontario. Well, if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, exactly. The, the roundabout up to there is getting a little bit heavy there. Apart from that, it's all smooth. Now, we have some world news to get into. Um, nice deep vibrato there. Very Brisbane well Family yes. Hunt. Thank you very much. Yes, nice deep, deep vibrato. Jolly good show. Well, Jolly good yes. show, yes. Uh, a Brisbane Family Home has just uh, smashed records with a $17 million sale. 70, 70 million or 17? 17. 17. 17. Wow, it's still now, impressive. This isn't a... I mean, it's a nice house, but it's not be. something that you would have expected would be worth 17 million. Wow. It was a family home treasured for 34 years, sold for 17.25 mil to a developer in the biggest residential sale in the city this year. So... Being in a very uh, prominent part of Brisbane, a residential uh, developer went, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll buy it off you, 17.25 mil. Wow. That's pretty, that's a, that's a good cool effort. sum of money. That's, I wouldn't, um, I'm not exactly going to say say no to that. Uh, speaking uh, of no. money, actually, <laughs> details of South East Queensland's long-awaited city deal between all three levels of government have finally been agreed. Oh, finally. With a $1.8 billion infrastructure pact to be signed in Brisbane 
on Monday. The South East Queensland deal, uh, city deal will be funded through $667.77 million from the Commonwealth, $618.78 million from the Queensland Government, and $501.62 million from the Council of Mayors of South East Queensland representing the region's council. Now, that is a bit of good news. That is quite fantastic, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite happy to know that you know the money's coming back to the people and... and all it's three, about time too, really. Exactly, and all three levels of government are coming back in and doing doing good on the Australian People's Party. Now, before I said there is a difference between a gourd and a potato. Yes, and I said, oh, gourd. Ha! <laughs> yeah. Here's the story. It's a little, this is a bit of worldwide news here. So uh, Colin and Donna Craig Brown, a right. couple from near Hamilton, New Zealand, found an absolute unit of what they believe to be a potato in their vegetable gar- garden last August. The potato-like growth, which they named Doug, <laughs> wait, that is, if Chris named a potato, that would yes. be it. There's Dougie. I, I dug him up and he's called Doug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, weighed a whopping 7.8 kilograms. Oh, duck. I know, which which made it a contender for the largest potato in the world. If it was a potato, as they believed, the it's couple not. submitted the potato to the Guinness Book World of Records. Doug should have easily beat the current world record of 4.98 kilograms. Oh. A mere big potato in comparison. Sadly, however... <laughs> The, uh, the specimen is not a potato. What is it? Uh, an email to the couple said, the independent report, and it is in fact a tubert of a type of gourd. Ugh. For this reason, we do unfortunately have to disqualify the application. Oh. So the difference between a potato and a gourd, a potato is essentially a swollen underground stem, whereas a gourd is more closely related to pumpkins, barrows, cucumbers... And are actually unrelated plants. But the look of this thing, it is an incredible array of shapes and circles and bumps. So that could make for a pretty a pretty good ha- uh, Halloween pumpkin, uh, I-, I think. A pretty gaudy Halloween pumpkin. We're going to go into a fun segment next. We're going to play a game with Joe from Milk and Joe Unnamed Show. Uh, however, we're going to go into a bit of Billy Joel here, which I'm sure Chris is going to be quite happy about. Because all you want to do is dance. And then we'll go to Treaty by Yoffi Indy after that. And then we'll be back very soon. You ain't seen nothing yet. Stay tuned. On Phoenix Radio with Chris and Alfie. Treaty? Yeah, Yoffi Indy. And of course, now we're back on Chris and Alfie show second hour. I've got... Well, we've got... Joe, special guest Joe. Here. Joe! Joey! Now you've got a special Joey. little game, haven't you? I do have a little game that we play on the Unnamed Radio Show, 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock on Phoenix Radio plug on Mondays. Good plug, good plug, yep. Yep, uh, thank you for the guys for the plug. <laughs> um, so the, the name of the game is the Unnamed Word, word Game, mm-hmm. where uh, uh, each person gets a minute Ooh. to talk about a topic. This might go um, two segments, I reckon. No, it can fit in one. You reckon? Okay, it can well, fit in one. All right, well, let's get on with we get it. We, we do um, two words in one segment for ours, okay. and it works. Um, so the idea of the game is all right, I'll be giving Alfie a word, yep. and he has to spend a whole minute talking about it. Even if he knows what it is, he has to ramble on about it for a minute. Perfect. You can't stop. Okay. All continuous. All right. All right. Um, so. Yeah. Well, let's just jump into it. Sounds yeah, so simple. I can do um, Alfie's word first. Yeah, you go to Alfie first, yeah. And I'll so, keep an eye on the minute. Yeah, so you have the minute ready? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, Alvi, you have a minute to talk about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser two-night adventure. Okay, so that, that is a ship, the, the galactic, the stars. 
and it's actually named after stars because oftentimes space is like Battlestar Galactica, is a game about space. So actually what this is, essentially, is a ship in Star Wars. It's a very big one, but it's like an arcade, right? So they've got, they've, there's this <laughs> multitude of, of arcade games, but they only play Battlestar Galactica, and that is hence the name of the ship. Now this ship is actually powered by the little robots that you find in Battlestar Galactica. There's like real life versions of those in the Star Wars universe at least that power this ship. And it's pretty big and Han Solo doesn't like it because it does warp speed faster than, than his ship. Which what's, his, is what's his ship called? Slave One. <laughs> That's the only ship I know. It's not it's Han Solo's. Well, you know what? It's close enough, and I reckon the Battlestar Galactica Star Wars ship is the best ship in the Star Wars Star Trek cinematic universe. A minute done. How close was well, that? Was right on the spot. Right I mean, actually, yeah. there's a lot of Battlestar Galactica messages in there, but it is a. I accept that though. It, it is stop. a. It's a two-night cruise at um, Walt Disneyland. Ow. Um, which oh. we were talking about on the Unnamed Radio Show, 1 o'clock yes, to 2 o'clock we on Monday. And it's any Disney Plus <laughs> subscription. Um, yeah, so we talked about that earlier. It's like a cruise. It's They're putting the price down because no one's buying it. Right. It's five grand for four it. people. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> but you get the full Star Wars experience. Yeah. So for 24 hours, you're treated pretty much as a prisoner. Like, on the... Um, okay, Princess Leia, the let's get That's, my word out. Yes, yeah. right. Christopher, yes, your thing. You need to explain. Yes, can you try my minute if you? you yes, can? Yep. is a PKE meter. Go. Okay, well the PKE meter. Remember the old gum, the old PK gum. Yep. If the, the more you eat, the more the the meter will go up and up. If your breath has a little bit of a smell to it, you need to have more PK. It's telling you the PK meter says you need to get more into your system because if you're going to go into a kissing booth at a fair. You're going to want to have nice fresh breath or a first date. Hell, get some Mentos. I suggest Mentos instead of PK because PK is hard to find. You can get Dr. Pepper, you can get Dr. Pepper Light, you can get Dr. Pepper Cherry, but you can't get PK anymore. PK has gone out of fashion, out of style. I'm 30 seconds in and I'm already running out of things to say, <laughs> but don't worry, there's more. Like the old commercial, you know the old Wham Now, Sham Wow? Yep. But wait, there's more. There's more PK <laughs> coming up after the break. PK! Of course, they had after Pete Kennedy, who was the inventor of PK. And he had very good breath because it, he had, you eat your own products, right? PK. But you know when you go to McDonald's, you see all these fags behind the counter? They eat their own merchandise. It's great. And what if I worked at McDonald's, I'd do it too. I'd be even bigger than I am now. I'm a biggie. I'd have some PK after an, after an onion burger, though, because PK would make your breath smell extra fresh. Thank you very much. <laughs> very how, close. How close is he? <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> how close was I? PK chew. A PKE meter is a... Uh, it works similarly to an EMF detector or a gas detector... Um, it yeah, is designed like specifically to locate PKE psychokinetic energy in an area. It was featured in Ghostbusters 1, <laughs> Ghostbusters 2. I was going to say, thanks for Ghostbusters. I should have that. It's, you know, the thing that um, Egon holds and it has like the stores. Oh, that's what it that is. Up. That's what a PKE But, but weren't you impressed by that? I, that I crapped on about PK gum for like half an hour. And that, then... was, that was a very <laughs> good crapping yeah. <laughs> All right, the final round of this, all right. Joseph. The last word. I want you, Joe. We're going to go over the five minutes limit, but that's all right. It's yeah. a fun game. I want you to explain the Goldbergs TV show. The Goldbergs TV show. Yes, the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs. Yes. So they are from the Eureka Times in mm-hmm. um, in Ballarat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they found gold, and yes. their name just happened to be the Bergs at the time. So, um, you know, the Bergs, they found gold, so now they're the Goldbergs. They're the richest family in Australia and canonized in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as um, the Golden family. It's like the Adams family, but it's for gold. Um What's my time on? <laughs> what am I on? <laughs> Can you show me the time? No, okay, so uh, these Goldbergs, they go 
on a magnificent journey. Did it just start again? <laughs> okay. Um, the gold bags go on. Um, the, when they find gold, this gold actually emitting like a, an alien radiation. So they're actually magical. Um, so they're part of the, um, you know, going to the galaxy, there's a, um, <laughs> you guys just laughing at me. This is a very serious well answer. Done. This well is done. my pitch to Marvel. <laughs> He's done? <laughs> uh, you're about as, as, as close as, uh, The Titanic to this in the iceberg. As the Titanic was to the iceberg. Uh, in other words, when they first started the trip, not in the end, not the end, but, uh, it was, it's about... A guy called Adam Goldberg, he's a filmmaker who made some films and stuff, and about his family life when he was in the 80s, back in the 80s. Is that when Robert Downey um, Sr. was around? Was, Probably. That was very close. But you know what? It's entertaining. What a game. If you hey, don't know what you're talking about. I mentioned the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's cinema. You know what he loves? He loves Marvel films. There so you go. Adam Goldberg, good, good connection. There you go. Anyway, right now, I think we ain't seen nothing yet because Back to Turn Overdrive has come around and said... We answered nothing yet. Two facts and a fib coming up after this. <laughs> That's right. Bear with us. Stay tuned. Phoenix Radio, Chris and Alfie Show. Here we go. The Seldom Seen Kid by Albo. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. We are as good as it goes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, that's why I let you do the uh, the backing out. Thing. Yes, well, maybe it's a crime to nature, but you know what? It's fun. But what I've got now is I've got some lies and some truths, and some truths and some lies, and you've got to figure out what it is. It's two. What is it? What's the, what's the second record again? Two facts and a fib. Two facts and a how is how he's good for the how you Two facts and a fib. Two facts and a fib. All right, you ready for your first question? I am. Is this true? No. <laughs> okay. The space between your eyebrows is called the glabula. Is that true? Do you reckon that's true? Let's see. That was now. That was the first one. No. Second one. Surfaces near the equator move faster than those in other locations on Earth. Is that true or false? Or C. Sharks can't swim sideways. Is that true or false? Okay, I'm, I'm going to... This is actually a really, really tough round. It is. Okay, so... Um, oh, this is really tough. Okay, I'm trying to think now. The equator, I'm, as far as I know, that is a fact. It would make more sense mm -hmm. as uh, the Earth is kind of... Isn't a perfect circle. It's more of an oval shape. So the equator being the furthest out part the highest diameter must carry them more mass. Sounds like science, yep. Um, sharks, I think it's the sharks one. You reckon it's the sharks one? Terrible biology. But, so, with the eyebrows one, eh, could be true. Uh, but the sharks sideways, <coughs> I, as far as I know, they need to swim forwards to allow their gills to move properly. So basically, they have to swim forward so they can breathe. Yes, yeah. that's makes sense. That is my that's my guess. Okay, you want to lock that one in? I'm gonna lock that one in. Okay, let's see. Oh, did you hear that ding? I did. Give wow. me that ding. Well done, sir. Oh yes. All right, ready for number two. I am ready for number two. All right, another shark one. Sharks smell in stereo. Is that true or false? Then there's monks. Get their name etymologically speaking, of course, from monkeys. Is that true or false? Or C, Shakespeare's plays feature the word love and, sorry, love ten times more than the word hate. Is that true or false? I'm going to say monks. You reckon that's not no true? I have no reasoning for this as I have absolutely no explanation for any of them. Okay. I'm going to go with monks. So you reckon monks do not get their name, etymologically speaking, from monkeys? Yes. Okay, let's see what happens. Very good. Oh! I actually, I, oh! I wrote that one in because I love etymology and I thought I'd use a smart word to make it sound more uh, credible. It did. It did sound more credible, but that's... I... <laughs> now, you're in, you're incredible tonight, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, now, the final question. This is a good one. 
There are 293 ways to make change for a dollar. Is that true or false? B. Lightning can heat the air as it passes through... Yeah, the air it passes through to 50,000 degrees? Or C. Eddie Maguire was the president of Carlton in the AFL. Which one's true? Or which one, sorry, which one's false? You cheeky person, you mm. putting an AFL question in there. <laughs> yes, sir. I tell you what. I forgot what the other two were, so I'm going to go with that one. I reckon that one's the fib. You reckon Eddie Maguire was the president of Carlton is not true? Yeah. That is correct. He was, ah! the, pre- he was the president of Collingwood. Ah! Which, of course, is a rival of Carlton ah! and a rival of everyone else because everyone hates Collingwood. What a get I You were good. Three for that. three. I'll tell I'm you what. I'm going to take that and I'll tell you what. I reckon that's about a good time to finish up for us. <laughs> I reckon you're right. Positive there. On a what high. A, what a show we've had, though, hasn't it? We've had, we've had that new game, which is... Which is all kinds of fun. We've had the uh, the with Joe as well from yes, unnamed uh, game that Milk and Joe, the unnamed. unnamed I call it the unqualified show. word. Uh, yes, the unqualified expert is what I call <laughs> it. That's a good game. It's Joe's game. I can't name it. No. And we've had two facts and a fib, which I nailed. Lit, if you had got two out of three, I would have called you meatloaf because that wouldn't have been bad. But three out of three, yeah. wolf. <laughs> you're 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 not meatloaf. You're you're the whole dinner. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> But yes, that has been the Chris and Alfie Show. Thank you very much for sticking around. I'm Alfie. I'm Chris. And of course, remember, as we always say, to the moon! moon.